This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Kanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk on this beautiful Monday in Murfreesboro. Glad that you're with us. Jeff Jordan joins me once again, as he uh, typically does on Monday. Good to see you, Jeff. Good to see you, Tim. Lots, lots, of, lots of things going on in the sports world, to be sure. You've got that smug look on your face. <laughs> I would just, you know, I would just so, I don't know. I don't know what to think about the, the situation in Knoxville, UT, last night. I really do not. No, I I don't know what to think about it. Well, it would actually been on Saturday night, but Saturday, uh, yeah. But uh, well, it's it's really too bad because I watched the game on and off, and and I'd gotten caught up in the baseball game, and so I turned it over just to see what the final score was going to be, and they were twelve minutes to go still in the game, and so I flipped back and forth again and thought, well, the game's now got to be over for sure, and they were still playing, and I've, then then I got the rest of the story. Uh, that that game lasted forever, uh, even without the delay. Uh, lots lots of fodder to talk. Well, we'll get back to that here in just a little bit. Let's let's go back to high school football, where Oakland Riverdale game, I guess, kind of played up to the, the hype to to some degree. Check Riverdale. one two one. Who we got? I hear a voice, Jeff. I heard a voice too. It said they Jack. had me turned up there. Oh, that's Chipper. That's Chipper checking the. For the uh, Rick Stocksell show, I guess, coming up here in about an hour. That's what that is. Uh, Jeff, R- Riverdale just not able to score. Right. Uh, obviously, 24-7. They needed some breaks to go their way, I think. They closed the gap, for sure, with Oakland. Oakland's just not backing up for anybody. And uh, they're, they're as good as they've been. Riverdale is is, is much better. Uh, they'll play again, likely, I would think. Wouldn't you think so in the playoffs? Yes, probably so. In round two? Probably so. And, and as – and I have great respect for both teams. I really do. But I'd say the results will be about the same the next time. I mean, Oakland, I think, it's, and I think it doesn't make any difference who Oakland plays. I, I believe they're going to win uh, more football games. I mean, that's just, that's just the way it is. And by the way, perhaps you noticed, the 24-7 score, final score, was the score at the half. It was the same thing. There was no scoring in the second half at all. Um, and I don't, I don't know what that says. Uh, but it says something. Um, well, it says a Riverdale's good on defense. B Oakland with a twenty-four-seven lead became a, a little conservative. Would probably you think? so. Yes. And that that approach worked. 
to, to the win. And Riverdale is good enough on defense that they, they could kind of play to that. And uh, I'm sure Coach Creasy's very happy with a 24-7 win. I'm sure he is, too. Uh, and he, he's still unbeaten. And, and Riverdale has a loss, and it's going to be to the number one team. And if they don't lose anymore, they'll finish second. I mean, it's that, it's that simple. Um, I, I was um, I, I watched it on, on television th- this time, and uh, I, I was impressed. I think I think both teams had some had some high points. Yes, it's very difficult for us sitting here in Murfreesboro to talk about Collierville and Whitehaven and Germantown and, and Maryville and uh, Bradley Central and, and, and other schools in six A that might challenge Oakland. But there's more than a few Jeff that I think are in the know that would say Riverdale is the second best team in six A. Very possible. Very possible, um, and and you're right with Tennessee geography being what it is, and schedules difficulties scheduling. Uh, left out Summit, by the way, they are close yeah. enough, but they're awfully good too. Yeah, I mean the, the the scheduling is very difficult. If you're not in this district, you and they're really really good, you're probably not going to play them until the until the playoffs. That's just the way it is. There's. To me, there's way too many people that think they do know that, that Collierville's better or Maryville's better or Summit's better and so forth. And, and Jeff, I, I just contend that I pay attention to it about as much as the more than the common man does for sure. I just don't think there's much way to know that until you play. I I, I agree with that. I, I think in order to know how, how good somebody is, uh, uh, you, you've almost got to see them play every week, uh, certainly every other week, and against a good opponent too. You know, you, I mean, you just do. And I know uh, my, my friend Tony Stennett entertained me one afternoon a few years ago telling me how just two or three radio stations and two or three newspapers could control the poll, the statewide polls mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. And I got thinking about it and listened to what he had to say, and, and he was exactly right. So you look at a poll and you see that somebody is – Number four, and the truth of the matter is, they may not even be in the top ten. But uh, you know, they—I'm not saying they cheated. They just—they just had some people that voted for them for the reason only because they had seen them play. Sure, hype has a lot to do with that kind of yeah, thing. For maybe, sure, maybe numerous times they'd seen. A couple them more play. surprise teams, I guess, in in uh, Rutherford County for sure. Middle Tennessee Christian School has crept to the top of their region. Yeah, they, they, they've got a shot to maybe do some damage in the playoffs. I think they've won four in a row. Uh, and if, if you want me to go to the scores, I'd be glad to do that at any, at any time you want me to do that. We'll do that here in just a second, yeah. Uh, but it, you're right. The Cougars are playing very well, scoring some points. Uh, I'm, I'm tickled to death for them. And Rockvale, which I thought maybe was just going to be a ship passing in the night, just continues to win most of the games that they're maybe supposed to win now, as opposed to we thought they might have a chance to win. But in year three, Rick Rice got that program in pretty good shape. Well, they, they play, they've got the same record as Riverdale does. And, but now <laughs> Riverdale beat them and beat them badly, uh, which that in itself may have been – not that Riverdale won because Riverdale is better than, than Rockvale, but the, the score was perhaps much greater than it will be if they play again. Uh, but, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, mean, I think that's great. Don't you, third year? Sure, and, and they're and they're going to finish in in the in the playoffs and and may well win a game. And uh, you know they've crept past Eagle, crept past Blackman, crept past Stewart Creek, and the, Jeff, they're a solid number three in that region. Yes, uh, it looks as if we don't know if, what's going to happen in the next two games, et cetera, et cetera. But it looks as if they will have to travel, which uh, is never good in uh, in the playoffs because about eighty percent of the time the 
the the visiting team loses. But um, you know what? I just think it's I think it's terrific. And Coach Rice has had a lot of obstacles in his way uh, at at Rockvale with the, with the zoning, the players that came in. He's had a, a, his his own son has been extremely ill, as you know. Sure, uh, uh, not ill, I guess. Injured would be the better term. Uh, and uh, last year, I guess he's had that to deal with, uh, and still he, he's excelled at his job. And I, I'm really, I'm I'm really glad for him. I am too. I, you know, I kind of wondered coming in culturally, Murfreesboro is just a little different than the. the the teams that he's coached in the past and the communities coached in the past. And uh, I think it kind of shows that coaching is coaching no matter where you happen to be. And he's, he's adapted to it very well. Yes, I think so. I, I believe he was uh, uh, Wayne County, right? I'm not real sure, but it was certainly small town USA. Well, yeah. And I, I think we can, I think we can say he won a state championship there too. Uh, yes. And been in the playoffs many times. Um, and, now I don't know. You and I were discussing this last week, I, uh, a little bit. Uh, I don't know why you would you would give that up, which is and then and come into this county and take on a brand new six A team. But it's got to have something to do with the, the challenge and 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 that kind of thing and um, it, it's something different maybe. I, I don't know, but he he has certainly excelled at it. Coaches are certainly a different breed. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Jeff Jordan surely is. He's a coach. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> We have a caller on the line that wants to chime in on the conversation. Go ahead. Well, you, you tell us what's going on with you. Well, I don't know. I just I just want to say, uh, I was talking about teams. I, I don't know if, Jeff, if you were talking about Eagle or not, but I went out and watched them, watched them play Friday night and they clinched the playoff spot because I was talking with Coach Walker. He said they'd probably have to go on the road the first round because they play, uh, they're going to play Collinwood this week. Away and they got to go to Fayetteville the last week. Of course, you know Fayetteville was the defending one A champs. They won one A last year. It's Fayetteville. It used to be Fayetteville City. Now it's Fayetteville High School down there. City High School down there in Fayetteville. They got to go down there and play them last week. But more likely they're going to be traveling more likely uh, and everything. And I just want to mention too the volleyball tournament starts tomorrow. And Siegel is playing out at Blackman in the morning. And Eagleville made it to the tournament. They beat Watertown in the sectional last week Thursday. So they're going to play tomorrow. They play Loretto at 12 o'clock. It's at a Seagull. The Seagull High School. That's over Seagull Lake. It's going to be at a Seagull. So they play. And, and if both of them win, of course, they'll play the next day. But it's a, it's a double elimination tournament. Because I talked to their trainer out there at the ball game on Friday night. And he, he, he said he said Thursday night that sectional. He, he said when the Eagle the volleyball, he said they played lights out that water down. He said they just played lights out. And they just beat them like, I guess, beat them bad or where it was. Because I've seen them play. They, they played Central Magnet or this year and beat them. And then they played Stewart's Creek, I know. And they lost to them. But they played a lot of bigger schools this year, Eagle has. And, and they, they've got some really good, really good ball ball players. That Coach Freeze, she does a real good job out there coaching. And I know that whole community is going to be out there. And a Seagull tomorrow, they probably, they probably, have, probably got three or four bus loads probably come to Eagle to go to Seagull, I would say. Because, like I say, they, they support everything out there at the Eagle, as you guys know. And, uh, and everything, but I just wanted to mention that stuff. And really, the Oakland game I didn't watch, but uh, I heard, heard heard it was just one quarter that that they they Scott told me that he said Riverdale's defense got real tired one quarter, and I guess Oakland didn't make no penalties, penalties like it did against Blackman, having them touchdowns called back. But I I, I wouldn't put secrets for his hats yet, because uh, you know if you want to, we can call up Gillespie tomorrow and go ahead and send the trophy over to Oakland if you want to. <laughs> you don't have to play all three days. You want to do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't 
can't marry these other teams out and all this stuff stuff and all that stuff. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, Oakland does have a great team. I'll, I'll give you credit on that. And I wouldn't count Riverdale out neither in Christ him. I know people are counting them out. And people think that Riverdale Oakland's going to strut. But one year, uh, Tim thought that Oakland's going to play somebody, Riverdale or something, and Mount Judith won one round. So I wouldn't count the chickens for the hatch guys. Y'all hang in there and see y'all. All right, thanks. One, one thing about the, the volleyball I noticed yeah. in the scores um, uh, last week, and this is very, very big for for everybody else in the top in the top bracket, and that is that Brentwood is not there. They got beat. So didn't, and the, didn't their longtime coach retire this I, past year? I, I don't I know the answer to that one, but I know this: they've won seven or eight in a row. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's the, an upset. That's an upset in itself that they're not here. Yeah, right? I don't know who. I don't. I don't remember who beat them or anything about it. But I just know that they got beat, and uh, which uh, you know, bad for them. I'm sorry, but uh, it improves Seagulls' chances, I think. But everybody else in there too. And, 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 yeah, and Seagulls had to fight that Brentwood bug as much as anybody because they've been awfully, awfully good. And, yeah. You know, Eagles had some volleyball teams in the past. I remember back when oh, Wayne yeah. Kirk was that coaching out there, that they had some. Uh, I think they had a state championship team, didn't they? Uh, or one oh, certainly went way up the line. Bill Tollett would kill me. I don't remember them winning the state championship, but if they didn't do it, they came awfully close. And they they were there a, a number of years in a row uh, and and won regions on the road and all that kind of stuff. They, they were When Tollett and Kirk were involved in that, uh, they did a really good job. Let's, let's go ahead and take a break because we're going to have to get that done, and then we'll come back and get scores and finish up our high school talk. And then after Chip, we'll talk a lot of college uh, football and of course the Titans play tonight for anybody who happens to care and there is baseball playoffs happening we'll be right back Hey guys, it's Scott. Make your health a priority with a quick and easy health assessment at Low T Center, where they exclusively specialize in men's wellness, and they are one of the leading men's medical providers in the country. It all starts with an annual wellness exam, where they do a comprehensive health assessment exclusively for us men, making it quick and easy to take care of your health. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, $155 a month, self-pay, or covered by most health insurance. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Where is the best barbecue in town? In 1920, East Main, the best barbecue for miles around. It's in 1920, East Main. You can buy it by the pound sandwich platter or plate. No matter what you choose, it will taste great. You can come with a friend by yourself or with a date. Just lick the pig barbecue. Barbecue pork, beef or chicken, Brunswick stew, great sides, lunch specials, down-home atmosphere, and they cater. Slick pig barbecue, it's the best. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. 
Hello there, this is Lenny Farmer once again for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Moms and dads, I have something you need to know about your kids. They won't bring up the issue of funeral plans because they feel it will make you uncomfortable and consider it your business. Although they might hope you would take care of these sensitive issues on their behalf, they'll leave that up to you. So, what do you say? Can we talk? Call me at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin Financial Services with Edward Jones will bring us our high school scoreboard and schedule. Scoreboard. Rockvale 50, Blackman 45. Stewart, Woo, I know, that's a lot of points. <laughs> Stewart's Creek 27, Siegel 13, Eagleville 30, Huntland 6, Smyrna 49, Dixon County 20, uh, Overton 49, Laverne 14, Middle Tennessee Christian 53, Webb 13, Oakland 24, Riverdale 7. Um, Oakland, by the way, uh, in the USA Today high school poll, which is nationwide, Oakland's number 24. That's all the high schools in the entire country. Well, go, I'll go back to the same thing I talked about with the state. You know, yeah. that's a that's an impossible task to, to take a Massachusetts high school and compare it against a Tennessee high school versus a California high school versus a Texas high school. It just... There's no way to know. No. But uh, if you get in the top 25, you've caught somebody's attention for sure, or, or somebody's got that done. But uh, They used to have a, a poll, too, and they, they may still have it. I, I just overlooked it or haven't, or just simply haven't seen it. But uh, it would have the southeastern and northeastern and west and that kind of thing divide the United States up into, into zones. Um, and Oakland would be considerably higher, of course, in that if you just – Talking about southeaster, but I'd say if you're if you're eight and zero, they just assume they must be pretty well, good. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. And and so much of it has to do with the state you come from. You know, schools in Texas that are eight and zero are going to get a little bit more credit than te- teams in Rhode Island that are eight and zero. Wouldn't you imagine? I would guarantee that. Yes. <laughs> well, that was the that was the scoreboard. And you want the schedule at this point, or are we going? Yeah, to wait? yeah. No, give us the schedule. I'm just curious. Uh, Oakland and South Pittsburgh at. Uh, that's a game that uh, I saw on the schedule early on in the season. I thought, that, that, that can't really happen, but it's going to happen, I guess. going to happen, and it's going to happen on a Thursday night um, this week. So that's that's Oakland's game. Um, Stretch Creek is 4-2. and two. They'll be at Wilson Central right down the road. And, uh, Lincoln County uh, is at Siegel. Siegel's 3-5. and five. Don't confuse this Lincoln County team with anything that might have happened in the 1980s or 90s. As the caller mentioned, that Fayetteville City has changed the course of what happens in Lincoln County a whole bunch. It certainly has. Uh, Eagleville at 5-3. They'll be at Collinwood. Christian School's 5-3. They'll be at Wayne County. McGavock is at Smyrna. Smyrna's 5-2. East Nashville is at Riverdale. Riverdale's 7-1. I gave you Oakland already at South Pittsburgh Thursday night. There, Oakland's 8-0. Blackman three and five there at Cookville, Riverdale seven and one at Coffee County. That'll be the WGNS game on Friday night with Brian Barrett and the crew. And Centennial is at Laverne. Laverne's one, one and seven. Jeff, uh, Oakland doesn't get a lot of phones ringing from six A schools to play or five A schools to play. <laughs> South Pittsburgh, a one A school, 
very good 1A school, a traditionally power 1A school, decides they're going to jump up and play the the Bear. And uh, I'm just curious, can South, Pitt, can South Pittsburgh stay on the field at all with them? Well. We'll find out Thursday night. Uh, maybe my, for my, a half. <laughs> my, my guess is it'll be 25, 30-point game anyway. Maybe. Uh, they might stay in there for a half. I, I don't know. that It's a tough environment for sure. Uh, I don't know that I've ever been there for a game. I, um, I know my grandson has. Eagleville played down there a time or two. Um, but And they've traditionally – well, they're, they're one of the powers in the state pretty much year in and year out, and certainly in their division. Um, they're, 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 very, they're, they're very good. And, and, but you are right. Um, Coach Creasy at Oakland has had to just – kind of paste the schedule together, you know, and take whatever comes down the road. And um, South Pittsburgh is, is, is the one that was on, in the road this week. <laughs> when we get to our college football poll after the break, we'll talk about it's not quite South Pittsburgh, but we've got a team number two that, that's not supposed to be there in the college poll. Yes, we do. And, and I like that. That's good. I mean, that's okay. Well, we've got to talk about that for sure. Chip Walters is coming up next with the Blue Raider Inside Report. Middle Tennessee will take on UConn this Saturday. We'll get the report on that, I'm sure, right here on All Sports Talk. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. It's still heavy volume of traffic on 24 coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Just give yourself extra time out here. It's busy in the normal spots. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world famous cotton candy wine. Log on to gatlinburgwinecellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. I'm meteorologist Ray Miller from News Radio WGNS with a reminder that you can download the Weatherology app on your phone for the forecast at your fingertips. We can even send weather bulletins directly to your phone. Download the Weatherology app today. It's free in the App Store. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. 
Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and don't forget, coming up at 6 o'clock tonight, we've got Rick Stocks to Live. If you're out and about, drop by the Boulevard. We'll be there getting things uh, ready to go at 6 o'clock. Great food. Uh, Promise they've done an inventory, and all the mustard has been accounted for at the Boulevard. Hope you can come by and join us tonight as we talk Blue Raider football as Middle gets set to take on UConn this weekend, and that will be a Friday night game in Hartford, Connecticut. Looking back at uh, what happened over the weekend in Conference USA, on Friday night, Marshall beat North Texas 49-21 over in Denton. Uh, on Saturday, UAB throttled Southern Miss 34 to nothing in Hattiesburg. Western Kentucky put up all kinds of yards against Old Dominion and beat the Monarchs 43-20 in Norfolk. Rice uh, could not handle UTSA. UTSA is ranked this week after uh, beating Rice 45 to nothing and running their record to 7 and 0 and uh, UTEP uh, semi surprise but the Miners having a great year they knock off Louisiana Tech in El Paso at the Sun Bowl by a score of 19 to 3. Also, one score of note over the weekend, Louisiana Monroe was a winner at home over Liberty down in Monroe, Louisiana. All right, here's the way the standings are in the East Division right now. Charlotte 2-0, Marshall 2-1, Florida Atlantic and Western Kentucky 1-1, Middle 1-2, FIU 0-2, Old Dominion 0-3. In the West, UTSA, UTEP, and UAB are all 3-0. Then you've got Louisiana Tech and Rice at 1-1. North Texas and Southern Miss are winless at 0-3. All right, let's go to women's soccer. Blue Raiders welcomed UAB into town on Sunday afternoon, riding a wave of momentum, having clinched a spot in the postseason with a 2-0 shutout of UTEP. The Blue Raiders had a shot to extend the winning streak to four. Defensively, the Blue Raiders certainly did enough to get the job done, allowing just one goal on five shots. That one goal proved to be enough, however, for UAB to steal its third road victory of the year with a 1-0 win over Middle Tennessee. Coming up next for soccer is a trip to Houston, Texas. The uh, Blue Raiders take on Kilgore and Rice in the final road matches of the season. First touch is slated for 7 p.m. on Thursday. Women's volleyball, the Blue Raiders drop both ends of the matches in Bowling Green to Western Kentucky. The toppers uh, are nationally ranked going into were nationally ranked going into the weekend but uh, the final match was 3-love in favor of Western Kentucky. 
All right, let's head to cross country. The Blue Raiders men's and women's cross country competed on Saturday at the Arturo Barros Invitational at uh, Texas A&M. Final regular season race for the program before the Conference USA Championships in two weeks. The men's side was stellar in spots one through three, as also the women's team performed well, finishing second overall. The uh, full results are available on GoBlueRaiders.com. Women's golf returning to action from a three-week layoff for the Ozarks Invitational, hosted by Missouri State at Ozarks National Golf Course in Hollister, Missouri. We'll have first-round updates for you coming up tomorrow. All right, that's it. Again, remind you to drop by the Boulevard tonight. It's 6 o'clock. Rick Stocks to live. Be part of the live audience, or you can listen right here on WGNS. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Lots to try to get to in this last 25 minutes of All Sports Talk. Jeff, uh, college football, Middle Tennessee takes on UConn on Saturday, 5 o'clock. It'll be on CBS Sports Network, so it can be seen most places in, in the area. The Raiders at two and four, UTSA. By the way, San Antonio, the a team that uh, has never been much in conference USA. Oh, of course, the program's only ten years old. Number twenty-four in the country this 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 week. Uh, kind of goes to a point a little bit. The middle schedule was loaded very heavily. A on the road and B, the better teams in the in their first half of the schedule. Uh, they're two and two and four. And they've got six games to play. Obviously, Western Kentucky for sure is awfully good. They put up a lot of points. Uh, FAU looks pretty good, but the, Jeff, those other four games for sure are very winnable for Middle Tennessee, and I'm not sure they can't beat FAU or Western. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not predicting they'll beat either one or uh, even win all four of those other games. But there's a path to get to six and six. I have a scouting report on Western from a Western fan who goes to all the games. I know they got an awful good quarterback. Apparently, he said the offense is absolutely terrific and the defense is absolutely terrible. Well, there you go. So there you go. Well, I don't that, know. that game's way down the road, and it's in yep. Bowling Green. But uh, Middle Tennessee needs to get off tonight here against UConn, and should. I haven't seen any lines on it, but Middle Tennessee will be a favorite there, I'm sure. And then come home to Southern Miss, which typically Jeff would would spell doom. Southern Miss has a very good program, but uh, Jeff, they got shut out this past week by I can't remember who it was, somebody in the conference, but uh, 34 to nothing. They haven't won a conference game yet, so I think Middle Tennessee's got that one. 
in their sights. And as I say, you get to four and four, you never know what can happen. So I hope we'll just have to see if Coach Stockley has still got the team in in good order. The 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 locker room is still together. If they do, they've got a shot. I agree with that. I think that's correct. Um, we we don't have a team that that, that can overcome many mistakes, many errors, that sort of thing. Certainly, we can't play. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what the right term is. Lazy, lackadaisical. We can't have a lot of down moments. Uh, we, we're not got to win good. the turnover battle, but, too. Yeah, and we, yeah. Which we've done in, in our two wins, for sure. Yes. So, you know, I mean, I'm very hopeful. Rick Stocks Live will be on right after this show at 6 o'clock. You'll get a chance to listen to the coach, and I'm sure he's got uh, uh, scouting report on UConn, what that'll be like, and so forth. Uh, Jeff, college football took some weird, weird turns. Let's start first with Vanderbilt, South Carolina. Yeah. I asked you the question off air. Is it Vanderbilt's getting better or South Carolina's that bad or is it a combination of both? Because South Carolina ends up winning. Vanderbilt finds a way to lose again uh, to South Carolina, who scores in the last minute, I guess, to win yeah. 21 to 20. Yeah. It, uh, well, I've got a lifetime of, of watching Vanderbilt, and, and I tell you what, they can dream up some something goes wrong, you know, a lot, it seems like. And it's, it's too bad. But you got, you got a new coach. He's won a couple of games. Um, and and I, was, I was sitting there thinking as I was watching the second half, I thought, well, maybe I'm going to be wrong. I, I thought Vanderbilt would not win a conference game and, yeah. and didn't win one last year. And, and I, th- I think it's what twenty-one or two straight yeah, and losses. I, I thought, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be wrong. Sure, you know, it, it that's good. All the world, it was gonna be that way. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it, it didn't happen. Uh, and I, I felt sorry for the guy. Um, but uh, I, I, I think they're better. Um, I, I, I'll tell you something that I really don't understand, and it was in, it was in the paper today, uh, and and you see this every once in a while, still. They, matter of fact, they called it uh, uh, that the the guy that was there before Mason. Yes, that he Mason. was a failed coach. And I don't think that's true, at all. I think he did pretty well. Sure, uh, considering where he was and what he was trying to do. Uh, but anyway, I'm sorry. That's a personal thing. I shouldn't even throw that in there. But this guy will either rebuild them or we'll be looking for another coach in two or three years. Well, I think the, I think he's gonna stay longer than that i think they're committed to him they're going to have to commit to the program a little bit more in lots of ways clark lee seems like a class act and and hopefully get the chance to recruit to it and we just have to see it's a special athlete that needs to come to vanderbilt to play football for sure well they've got a 300 million dollar building program an improvement program uh i'm not sure where all the money's going I, I saw some things and i thought well you know that's not going to improve football but anyway in years past as you we both remember it was uh, it was men's and women's basketball that were that were, were doing really well and challenging and competitive. That's no longer true. So we're down to not down to, but we, baseball is where we're you know we're certainly doing great there. Jeff, so for those people that were tired of seeing Clemson and Alabama playing this <laughs> national titles game, what they do that three or four straight years? Yeah, it seems like it. It ain't gonna happen this year. It doesn't look like it, does it? <laughs> no, Clemson's not gonna be there. <laughs> no, 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 Alabama may not be. I, uh, I, I know you're fixing to give the top four here in a minute, and then, and then you're gonna ask me a question, and turns out we've already discussed it, so we're gonna agree. But you, you go ahead and give the top four in the latest well, poll. M- most folks have probably seen this already, but uh, Georgia number one, unanimous choice by the way and and i think that's probably correct at this point in time cincinnati number two 
Oklahoma three and Alabama four. My question to you was, does anybody really believe Oklahoma and Cincinnati both could beat Alabama? I don't. I don't either. And I'm not sure Georgia can. <laughs> I agree. I, Neutral I, field too. That's where that game yeah, will be played. Right now, based on what I've seen with Georgia, they they took a t- took apart a very good Kentucky team Saturday. So I do believe Georgia is good enough, but uh, I'm not sure I'm going to bet against Alabama until they lose. Clemson's out of it. Clemson barely barely beat Syracuse on the Friday night. I guess they played. And Syracuse is not very good. I guess when you lose your number one draft pick and your All-American quarterback. But they've done that before, <laughs> and Alabama does. Think about this, Jeff. Um, LSU, who won the national championship two years ago, Ed Orgeron, in the last 24 hours, has it's been announced, and he has been in the press conference that he's going to step down as the coach there at LSU. Clemson is uh, a mired uh, product. Alabama just keeps on trucking along. But think about Orgeron at LSU for just a second. $17.5 million. We're just going to go ahead and pay him his payout. And uh, I, I, we're not going to fire him, Jeff. We're just going to let him retire, go gently into the night, and we'll give him $17.5 million to go away. You know, I'll go away for a million. <laughs> <laughs> now, d- didn't you think, like me, that when he won the national championship, that LSU had found the right guy, the, the Cajun that, that fit the culture of LSU – and he was going to take them to higher and greater things. And they won because of a tremendous quarterback and a tremendous amount of talent. And, and you got to be, you got to give Coach O some credit. I mean, you, he didn't mess it up. They won a national championship. But things aren't really good right now at LSU. That, that said, they beat Florida Saturday. I guess maybe they were celebrating Coach O leaving. <laughs> I don't know. You know, uh, uh, he's the only coach, maybe other than Saban, uh, that – I I I want to hear his I want to hear his press conferences. He uh, oh. coach O is an oh, entertaining yeah. oh, guy. Oh my god. Yeah, it reminds me of the Morehead basketball yeah. coach. Remember him Dick Fick? Yeah. <laughs> Entertainment sure. No, Orgeron is for sure cuz he he is Cajun. He is a LSU. Yeah. He is a, he is a Louisiana boy. Go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> he he's he's really an entertaining guy. And and I was after he wins a big game, too, they decide to do this. I, I think that decision's been made sometime yeah, back. I yeah. guess. I don't I think sp- they pulled any strings quickly. Probably not. Probably not. I, You know, with, of course, that $17 million, that's that's many, many George Washingtons in it. <laughs> Lots of George Washingtons, for sure. <laughs> the one thing about the SEC, Jeff, see if you agree with this. The top two are Alabama and Georgia. The bottom three are South Carolina, Missouri, and Vanderbilt. Okay. Fair to say? Yeah. That mess in the middle, I don't really know for sure. One day you think it may be Auburn. One day you think it may be A&M. Tennessee's very dear ugly head a little bit at times. Ole Miss has certainly been there. Uh, I'm not sure. Arkansas has lost three in a row after being, what, as high as eighth in the country, I believe it is. Uh, th- those, those seven or eight teams right there, I, Jeff, I'm not sure how I would rate them uh, three through uh, – what would it be, 11, I guess it would be. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I would do either. I, I, I do know this. Uh, it looks as if – assuming the conference stays as it is, even if we add somebody else, but assuming it stays as it is, th- this is going to be very entertaining for years, isn't it? Sure. I mean, when you add A&M and Oklahoma – Texas, the, all, you mean. A&M's already Texas, there. excuse me, to this uh, uh, mix of what we've got now, and particularly some of the coaches that we've got now – my heavens! I mean, we're we're really looking at some good football. Well, you're at Tennessee, and you're trying to climb over top. You got a, cl- a lot of bodies to climb over top of. You, you know, Auburn. I mentioned Arkansas was was dead and gone two years ago, and they're 
back and by more than back. A&M was dead this year, and they turned around and beat Alabama. Auburn looked awfully good Saturday. Ole Miss keeps on winning. Lane Kiffin's got the magic touch, I guess, uh, and on and on and on. So it's, it's kind of hard to figure out what they – in Kentucky, uh, the Kentucky-Tennessee game is going to be a really good one to watch, I think. It's going to be fun to see. Kentucky's down in the mud, hard to beat kind of thing. Tennessee likes to throw it around. It, a lot's going to depend on whether quarterback's back. I don't know if this has come up for a public discussion or not, but um, uh, at Alabama, which has been, of course, a force for decades – um, Saban is 69. I think every bit of that. Yeah, he's 68 or 69. Uh, and I'm not saying he should retire. I'm not saying any of that. But what if he does? Who gets that job? That, that's tough, isn't it? Who do you get after Saban? Well, <laughs> how do you move up? After? Well, I, when Bear Bryant left Alabama. Who'd they get? Well, I don't. Well, I don't know. He, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Whoever it is, is. It's going to be hard to deal with. Well, well, they had some problems there. Now, oh, a lot of problems. Uh, Stallings won a national championship there, but he wasn't the coach that long. But they had uh, Perkins. Remember the receiver? Uh, he, he he couldn't get it done, and you know we had some other things that went wrong. One guy never coached a game, did he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I was just throwing that out there for. Whatever. Well, when when legends are gone, it, it's hard to fill that gap. Tennessee clearly is better, <clears throat> better than I thought they would be, and uh, great football game on Saturday night. It lasted forever. <laughs> Part of it had to do with the the uh, twenty minute delay because of the fans. We'll talk about just in a second. Yeah, there was a lot of controversy too about players falling out, faking injuries. I heard that, and I watched the fourth quarter today on the replay, and and the first thing I saw Jeff was two different. Tennessee players that were on the field having to be tended to before they get, you know, got the timeout. So it, it looked like it was going a little bit both ways. I don't know that for sure. Doesn't, that doesn't matter. That, that rule's going to have to be addressed. How, what do you do? How do you address that rule? I don't, I don't have any idea. It, and it's been a problem uh, in more than one sport. It's particularly a problem in soccer. Uh, where and the flopping in basketball and sure, soccer, sure, both. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what you do about that, you know, without considerable thought. Well, you throw in a hundred six thousand people that love their football at Tennessee. You throw in Lane Kiffin on top of that. You throw in the, the fake injuries on top of that, and then you throw in a controversial call or two or three, and things just got awfully ugly. Uh, I'll say this before I, we get into your thoughts about that. There's two things people ought to have to do in their life. Be in public office and, and officiate ball games. It changes your perspective on things for sure. It is very difficult to re- referee a ball game at the level of the Southeastern Conference for sure. Do they make mistakes? Absolutely. Players drop balls. Coaches make bad calls. And officials make some calls too that sometimes are bad. Jeff, more times than not, not they're right. Yes. Uh, even though, and but the, the fans are so passionate. If even if they're right, they they can't see it except through their own. Glasses, and, and I'm not talking about just Tennessee fans, Jeff. This happens lots of places. I, I've been a Middle Tennessee fan for a long time. When we played Tennessee Tech and Austin Peay way back in the day when things were really tough and tight, oh, I could get very angry with the officials. Very, very, very angry yeah, with the officials because they, they clearly were for Tennessee Tech, didn't you think? Well, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, of course, I w- watched the game, uh, uh, the, the, the Tennessee game, Ole Miss game, um, closely. Um, for the second half, I did. Um, 
Uh, and I, I think that some things we need to remember, and maybe I've said this already, uh, but uh, but the people that threw stuff, that's not just a minority. I mean, that's like one-tenth of one percent. Is it okay? No. Did it have anything to do with the call on the field? No. They got the call right. It was pretty clear. But what bothered me so so much about it, although it was kind of embarrassing, uh, not kind of, very embarrassing, and the university is going to be fined, by the way. I mean, there's no question about it. Now, how many thousands of dollars that will be? It'll, will, it'll, it'll, in my opinion, it'll go beyond fines because it may. I, it's, it's hard to think that finding an Alabama or Tennessee that makes bazillions of dollars is going to change much of anything. But we'll, we'll see. I, I, I'm not sure what the right call is there, by the way. I really don't. They did arrest uh, about 50 people, I think. Uh, which which wouldn't have gotten very many of the culprits, but those very people hurt their own football team. Sure, and my, absolutely. And my, I would I wanted Tennessee to line up and and run three plays. They had plenty of time, and they could have gotten it down closer and maybe and maybe thrown it in the end zone a couple of times. But that just destroyed whatever momentum that Tennessee had. And then of course the quarterback gets hurt. And I think he was hurt. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that, uh, no. That, that, that was, yeah. was no flop there for sure. Uh, right. And and they put in a kid that that I mean I'm sorry I don't know the young man at all. Never saw him before in my life. But clearly he was not ready for such a spotlight. And um, game was over. And I just I, I just they, that I don't know if they hated Kiffin so bad. And you know Tim, I would say this. They're probably not a student in that game that was there when Kiffin was there. Right. They all had gone. It was years ago. Who cares? And do you think, then this is really true, and I think you're going to agree with me. Any of that stuff bothered Kiffin, really <laughs> got to him with that ego. He's got an ego bigger than the stadium. Well, I mean. It, he didn't bother it, him. Sure. <laughs> He, he did what he wanted to do. Uh, exactly some, what he wanted to do. degree, he's going to play to the crowd if he can. Sure. He likes Steve Spurrier. That, you can't get to him. Well, that's it. I, I'm, I'm tired of hearing th- some of the excuses that I've heard and seen online or whatever about they did it, but, and it's okay because. It's not okay. It's not okay to burn down a city and, you know, in, in protest. It's not okay to take the White House and tear it apart, and it's not okay to, to throw things at a football game and get to that point in time. None of that's okay, and and but uh, I've I've seen many things. Well, it was just it's not that big a deal, Jeff. It is a big deal. It's got to stop somewhere along the line, and I'm sure the Southeastern Conference is going to take whatever steps they can do to to do what they can to be sure this doesn't happen again. And University of Tennessee clearly, Jeff, those fans need to be on notice. This happens again at University of Tennessee. There's there's going to be some serious, big time serious things going to happen to that school it could already cost them bowl eligibility maybe yeah, or okay. scholarships it, it could cost them a lot of things I well, i've heard i've heard different solutions and i again i don't know what the answer is if you're the college president jeff you got to take it seriously but at the same time you got to take care you know you got a lot of people out there that if you take it too far they're going to be awfully upset with you right very difficult right. to do but you got to send some sort of message and i've heard everything from don't let fans come to the game for the rest of the year to quit selling beer in the stadium for the rest of the year, this, that, and the other. I don't know what the right answer is. You got any call on that? Well, I don't agree with not allowing the fans to come. Uh, that, that would be punishing 100 and 
probably 103 or 104,000 people for the actions of a few. Uh, I, I have no, I'm, I'm not a drinker, so I, you know, I, I don't like alcoholic games at all um, for various reasons, and certainly because a lot of those people got to drive home. Well, say, say this for sure: the fact that it was a night game had something to do with that, right? Because people get to drink all day long, right? As opposed to 11 o'clock in the morning when it probably wouldn't happen that way. But anyway, go ahead. Well. I, I don't know what the punishment will be for this, and it, I don't know when it'll come out. Uh, but it's it's going to cost the university something, uh, and and maybe something pretty serious. You just you just cannot you cannot do this. You can't even if regardless none of you can't make this right. <laughs> you can't say well it's okay because of this. No, it's not okay. Well, the one thing that I did do know that happened, which I thought was really good, some Tennessee officials, ADs and so forth, moved over to the Ole Miss sideline to basically say, if you're going to throw stuff, you're going to have to throw it at us too. To, to, to try to find somewhere to say, look, we, if I throw it at the golf ball at Kiffin, I may hit my own AD right in the side of the head. As, as bad as – just fortunate that nobody got hurt. Is it the first time it's happened in other schools? No. Is Tennessee fans worse than other schools? No. I'm not saying any of that at all. But there – I think the Tennessee fans do need to be on notice. Uh, they won't get a second shot at this thing without some really big-time stuff happening. Well, we've had some some unfortunate things happen at basketball games, too, oh, yeah. where they oh, yeah. came on the floor and all that kind of stuff, and it's a pretty extensive fine. And if it happens again, it's, oh, it's, oh, it's terrible, the amount of money that you have to pay. Um, and But there Tennessee is, and I really just just a few idiots – cause of this and and uh, and the cheerleaders have to leave the oh that's uh, embarrassing and then the band leaves and the dance team leaves and i don't blame them uh stuff raining down on you full bottles of water which i would assume would hurt um so you know but we'll see it, it'll it'll come out here as soon as they review all the films and all the tapes and and see you know in the interview and etc it, I don't know how long it'll take, but it'll take a while, but it's going to happen. Put a very bad spin on a really good game. we got a quick break to take, and we can come back and wrap things up in about the last two minutes on All Sports Talk. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. You're not afraid to be fired. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Boy, will it hurt my pocketbook if I am. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. If you have a growing family, are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Good afternoon. It's still heavy behind the traffic on 24 coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Just give yourself extra time. Out here it's busy in the normal spots. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Log on to GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Murphy Spurl's favorite pizza is now hiring at all three locations. That's right. Join the Sir Pizza team. Just stop on in 
and ask for a manager. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Collin Financial Services, a Braves fan and a happy Braves fan after two walk off innings. Jeff, the Braves are living right right now. I don't know if this bubble is going to burst or not. But, my golly, it's been fun up to this point. <laughs> it's been nerve-wracking, but it's been fun. Dodgers and Braves will play tomorrow right here on this radio station at 3.50. They'll be, actually be playing in Los Angeles, not on this radio station. Tonight, Astros and Red Sox will uh, get their series renewed. Any thoughts about that one, Jeff? It's going to be cold in Boston. We've decided that. Uh, <laughs> it will not be cold in Los Angeles uh, for the Braves game tomorrow night. Uh, they, what were they got? They got three out there? Or, uh, I think it's, they, yeah, two, three, and two. Okay. I believe it's going to work. Okay. Well, um, I, the Braves, their their bullpen pitching is absolutely takes you right up to the edge of <laughs> – with lots of drama and just everything, Look, and then, but they win. I remember back in June, some man sitting across from me at the table talking about how bad the pitching was for the Braves. Starting pitching wasn't very good, and the relief pitching was horrible. Well, we've come around. <laughs> <laughs> I thought when Acuna went out, the season was over. Now, oh, yeah. But now, uh, th- these people that are leading the Braves right now were not even on the club at that time. You know, they, they traded for them since then. So, And that's what that guy was supposed to do. So, you know, it worked out all right. They better win, hadn't they? Well, you know. I, now, and they, they've already gotten rid of, well, let me put it to you this way. The two best Braves pitchers haven't pitched, okay? And the two best Dodger pitchers have pitched. So, Oh, you're talking about in a series so far? Yes. So, I mean, and it, I, we're rested, we're ready. And it, and Morton's going to go tomorrow night, and he, he, Charlie Morton, he is he really from Pittsburgh, right? <laughs> when he was a dog, <laughs> he, yeah, that's right. He is he is a solid starting pitcher, very intelligent, does a great job, and uh, and he he has lost a game or two here recently, or not gotten a decision when he pitched very very well. So I'm hoping tomorrow night will be his best performance yet. All right, Jeff, appreciate you being here. We got to get out of the way for Rick Stocks Live coming up right here in just about a minute and a half tomorrow. No all sports talk because you will be listening to all sports radio with a. Uh, Braves baseball against the Dodgers. All sports talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ears Funeral Home. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. Welcome to Rick Stockstill Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric.